Good morning. Our psalm today is Psalm 135 on page 510. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 495. 459. Page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 135, on page 510. O praise the Lord, laud ye the name of the Lord. Praise it, O ye servants of the Lord. Ye that stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. O praise the Lord, for the Lord is gracious. O sing praises unto his name, for it is lovely. For why? The Lord chosen Jacob unto himself, and Israel for his own possession. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. Whatsoever the Lord pleaseth, that did he in the heavens and in earth, and in the sea, and in all depth pleases. He bringeth forth the clouds from the ends of the world, and sendeth forth lightnings with the rain, bringing the winds out of his treasuries. He smote the firstborn of Egypt, both of man and beast. He has sent tokens and wonders into the midst of thee, O thou land of Egypt, upon Pharaoh and all his servants. He smote divers nations and slew mighty kings. Sihon king of the Amorites, and Og the king of Bashan, and all the kingdom of Canaan. And he gave the land to be their heritage, even a heritage unto Israel his people. Thy name, O Lord, endureth forever. So doth thy memorial, O Lord, from one generation to another. For the Lord will avenge his people, and will be gracious unto his servants. As for the images of the heathen, they are but silver and gold, the work of men's hands. 
They have mouths and speak not, eyes have they and see not. They have ears and yet they hear not, neither is there any breath in their mouths. They that make them are like unto them, and so are all they that put their trust in them. Praise the Lord, ye house of Israel. Praise the Lord, ye house of Aaron. Praise the Lord, ye house of Levi. Ye that fear the Lord, praise the Lord. Praised be the Lord out of Sion, who dwelleth at Jerusalem. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the book of Genesis. Thus the heavens and the earth, and all the host of them, were finished. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, before any plant of the field was in the earth, and before any herb of the field had grown. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living thing. <clears throat> the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight, and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it parted and became four riverheads. The name of the first is Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. Delium and onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Hidakel. It is the one which goes toward the east of Assyria. The fourth river is the Euphrates. Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air, and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. 
Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Here ended the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourteenth verse of the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Now King Herod heard of him, for his name had become well known. And he said, John the Baptist is risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him. Others said, It is Elijah, and others said, It is the prophet, or like one of the prophets. But when Herod heard, he said, This is John, whom I beheaded. He has been raised from the dead. For Herod himself had sent and laid hold of John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. Because John had said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Therefore Herodias held it against him and wanted to kill him, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just and holy man, and he protected him. And when he heard him, he did many things, and heard him gladly. Then an opportune day came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a feast for his nobles, the high officers, and the chief men of Galilee. And when Herodias' daughter herself came in and danced, and pleased Herod and those who sat with him, the king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. He also swore to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you, up to half my kingdom. So she went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask? And she said, The head of John the Baptist. Immediately she came in with haste to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And the king was exceedingly sorry. Yet, because of the oaths and because of those who sat with him, he did not want to refuse her. Immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded his head to be brought. And he went and beheaded him in prison brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard of it, they came and took away his corpse and laid it in a tomb. Here ended the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, 
to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we, who are justly punished for our offenses, may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness, for the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, we'll start with our New Testament lesson here and just give some brief notes about the people that we're seeing here this this king herod is not the herod of the nativity story this is his son herod antipas and 
styling him King Herod is a bit of a dig at him because this Herod wanted nothing more than to be like his father be, to be declared King of the Jews. And so he was always after the Romans to declare him king. And he never got this. And it would eventually come to, to bite him in the end. That he would end up in later in life to be exiled to Gaul. He would lose that to, ironically, his uh, nephew, or his, uh, yes, his nephew, his, um, his, uh, brother Philip's son and here we see that he that Herod has gone and married his brother's his brother's wife and we see what's this this merely human endeavors result in here he makes a rash decision one that's born out of a, a sinful nature where he, you know, creepily watches his his niece dance for him, and apparently it was a uh, a very adult type of dancing, and that resulted in him promising her anything. And this hasty promise comes to result in him murdering John the Baptist, and we see in this how. Small occasions of sin, small occasions of, of rash decisions lead to bigger and bigger sins. It always snowballs. There's no such thing as just a tiny sin in isolation. It always snowballs and always increases. That's the nature of sin, is to increase, increase over time. And that's why, you know, coming to God with repentance, coming to God every Sunday and doing the general confession, going to confession, you know, during Lent or Advent or these type of seasons are so very helpful because they not only absolve us of our sin, but they give us the tools to stop this sinful nature in its track and gives us tools to pull back and to to grow in our love of God and in this this newness of life that we have in Christ and with each other. So turning to our, our Old Testament or our, yeah our Old Testament lesson, Genesis 2, we are getting the a setup for how evil enters into the world. It this the good things that God is doing aren't going to last very long. But while it lasts, let's look at them. You know, God creates everything, the heavens and the earth. And here in the beginning of Genesis 2, he rests on the seventh day. And what this is, is, you know, we've seen God as the creator and ruler of all creation. Now we are, it's being made explicit that God also is the creator and ruler of time itself and he sanctifies time this seventh day this this day of rest where for all our our human endeavors everything that we do it is a call for us to take a step back 
and to realize that God is actually in charge of everything, even time itself. And then he, you know, we have this, the, the creation of, of Eve here. And this is, uh, interestingly, in all the, 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 the other religion stories of the creations of humankind in the ancient Near East, this account in Genesis is the only one that talks about women. All the other ones just talk about man and how they are created. This is the first one that gives women their due. And it's interesting, there's only a couple lines talking about God creating man, but I think there's six verses detailing how he creates women. And specifically Eve. And the, the name of Eve in Hebrew means life, just as Adam's name means man. And it shows us a couple things. One is that God fashions man and woman out of the things of this world, but he does it for a purpose. He does it with intention. We are not just merely accidents of evolution. We are, God designed us to be a part of creation, fashioning us out of the things, molding us like clay, but we are set above creation we are his the 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 crowning achievements of this world with a a special relationship with god we have the ability to commune with god we have ability to talk to him and he to us he gives us this gift of relationship with him and but with that with this, this, this exalted position in, in creation, there's also responsibilities. Freedom does not mean freedom to do everything that we want to do. That's a disordered view of looking at things. We are given the gift that we are free to choose good things. And one of those comes with prohibitions that we don't do the wrong things and here in the garden of eden that you know adam and eve are innocents they don't understand everything so they should be relying on god who tells them these are the things you can do and this you can't do this tree here you cannot take or you will die and it just goes to you know increasingly show us how our lives would be much better and simpler if we would just trust in God and in what he tells us instead of trying to take it on ourselves. That is always the, the tragedy of humankind is that we always try to do things on our own and to take things on our own and then to come up with excuses why that, that's okay. And so this is all going to be seen in the upcoming chapter here but here is where we see the the goodness of creation the goodness of man and woman these are the things that we are 
always have a sense of and are always there's a deep human longing to go back to this point to go back to the way things were in the garden but that is always a ultimately a false choice we cannot go back to our lost innocence what we have to do is move forward in christ we as pleasant as it was in the garden of eden we have in christ this life in christ this life in the new creation in the the the, the kingdom of heaven something far greater and far beyond what was even possible in the garden and so we should embrace that and look back on what we have lost through sin with regret and repentance but also remember the 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 grace and the gift that god has given us in his son jesus christ and how we can move beyond that and move into something greater and and far more marvelous so just some thoughts about today's lessons continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men O god the creator and preserver of all mankind we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them thy saving health unto all nations more especially we pray for thy holy church universal that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit that all who profess and call themselves christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life finally we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind body or estate especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions and this we beg for jesus christ's sake amen together the general thanksgiving almighty god father of all mercies we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Robert. Thank you, Father John. Excellent meditation. Have a great Tuesday. Thanks, Dick. Thank you, Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you, Father John. Bye, kiddos. Bye, everybody. That was great.